What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Well, here we are at Gibney Downtown. <laughs> Gibney Downtown, sitting outside of the male-identified locker room restroom. Uh, you know, it's mm-hmm. really... We got the funk. It's so funk right here. It's really... But here we are. This was the space we could find, and so this is what's going to happen. Yeah, we um, just had... I just had my... Pam rehearsal, you just finished your show. I did. Thank you so much for coming. Oh my gosh, what a pleasure. We had a field trip. You got, you had a field trip with Taylor Black and Ryan came up with you. Ryan Courtney, yeah. I love that. And then I Peter know. came down with you. Yeah, and we stopped at Shake Shack on the way back. Which Shake Shack? At the um some like big mall outlet thing. That's so fun. Mm-hmm. I stopped at just some diner, some rando diner where I got to overhear this really great conversation. And this older woman her, her salad came and she went, my word, my word, this is so huge. <gasps> and then I looked, I looked at it and it was a very big was salad. Was she excited about it? Or- I couldn't tell. No. And she goes, look, the beef is wrapped around the cheese that's wrapped around the turkey. Oh, oh my God. And she, I, she sounds like the woman from Arrested Development who uh, goes, I'll have the Ike and Tina tuna. And the waitress oh yeah. goes, blader bladder. And she right. goes... I don't understand the question, and I won't answer it. She wasn't. She wasn't quite like that, but she did. Uh, then, when she be, they started eating, and she said to her husband, "Do you like these weird peppers?" Everything felt like super wow. meta by that point in my night, and I was like, "I what need to." What time did you leave Bard? Um, we packed up and left at, I guess, like six. No, like seven. Okay. Stopped to eat, and then got back at like ten something. Unpacked, and then today has been Excuse just. Fully filled of running around and then like seeing everybody. Like wow. I walking in here, ran into. Oh, also I ran into April Mathis. She's one of really one of my favorite performers. And while we were talking outside of the post office on Eleventh uh, and Broadway or Fourth Avenue, is that where you get your mail? Yeah, that's where my PO box is. Don't Jack has a PO box. I do, I do, and listeners, listeners know what it is in case they want to send gifts. Um, <laughs> La Mer, please. And uh, this guy went. Jimmy Tickles? And oh, I was like, no. yes. And then he was like, I love Strangers with Candy so much. And, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And like, that happens, you know, nice. here and there. And then he asked if you could take a photo with me. And I was like, okay. And then I thought about Parker and I was like, how many people? And I've Do seen that. it actually. I've seen it. Yeah. It really is a thing and a thing. Very exhausting, I'd imagine. I would just be like, just do it. Let me go. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Um, you're rehearsing for... Today we were rehearsing for River to River. River to River. River to River. Pam Tanowitz summer dance with Sarah Mertens and Taylor Stanley and, you know, the Pam crew. Did she tell you that I'm writing a long monologue for the whole thing and that I'll be talking over it? <laughs> <laughs> be performing it, with the knights. It begins with me going... <coughs> <coughs> um, wow, it's hot. <laughs> um, but also, uh, this is the final stretch preparing for the Cunningham 100 Solo Show. And today we have um, a friend of the podcast and a famously young guest who at one time taught Jack and I what it means to be young again. Although we have memories of it. I remember <laughs> hearing some restaurants. And... No, but we have memories of being young. But we oh, needed yeah, yeah. to be reminded. Oh, yeah. Well, when we were young, it was very different. We were, you know... But it going, was the same. Mm, I don't know. But it was like, just the same I was going to, like, Florent. It was, I feel like right, that, it was a different I don't even restaurant. feel like that vibe exists anymore. 
I think you see my true age. Um, <laughs> so anyways, today we're welcoming a fellow performer mm-hmm. in the 100 Solos concert, mm-hmm. Victor Lozano. Hi. Back again. Back, back, back again. Well, since last we saw you, you got that really cute dog. <gasps> I did, yes. In December, I got a puppy. What's, What's the dog? Name? Uh, his name is Princeton. He's a little Italian greyhound puppy. He identifies as a he. He identifies as a he, but <laughs> we cut his testicles oh. off two months ago, so I don't know. Well, you have age. to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have yeah. to. Yeah, especially in the city. But yeah. although, if you'd kept him, then you might have bred the doggy, and then you could be rich. Too hard. Probably not, yeah. No, Too hard. No, no breeding. <laughs> I can't do that. Very My cute. mom had a black lab, and she is tends to be against spading her dogs. And then suddenly, Olive was pregnant. Because oh. across the way mm-hmm. lived another black lab, and we had purebred black lab puppies. Wow. wow. What happened to them? We kept one, Nina, who you know. Yeah, I love Nina. They're buried in the backyard. All the puppies? No. Oh, no. You know, my mom slit their, throat, slit their throats, buried them in the backyard. No room, no room. Welcome to no. Sag Harbor. There were wow. three puppies, and we kept the girl, and the two guys went to other homes. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, we, we didn't sell so them. they put them in a box outside of the house. Take no, yeah, we one. just put them on the side of the road with yeah. the corn. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. So, Victor, are you scared or excited or both? For the Cunningham show? Yeah. I am. Yes, I'm both scared and excited. Um... Yeah. You're yeah, performing in L.A. Performing in L.A. I'm jealous. Super excited. Never been to Reed, why aren't you going to L.A.? I'm performing here. Oh, so you get to go to the L.A. cast. Mm-hmm. How yeah. many people are in L.A.? 27. And how many at BAM? 27. 27. Yeah. They all have 27. London, yeah. 27. London, New York, L.A. LA. Mm-hmm. And that's it, right? 81. Mm-hmm. 81. Yeah. Are, where are you getting put up in L.A.? Shutters put up at the <laughs> convention like, center. It's called like the Lewis on, Convention Center yeah. uh-huh. on the UCLA campus. It's a very nice hotel. It's very nice. I stayed there when I was doing fitting. Chic. Yeah. Do you have to have a roommate, or is it? Are you alone? You're We're alone. alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But with two huge beds. It's and like luxury, apparently. A according nice, to read. beautiful shower. The whole bathroom situation is very nice. Is there a bathtub? No. <gasps> what? It's hard for a dancer. No Epsom salt soap. I know. Wow, girl. Good luck. Yeah, that was poor plan. You'll have to, like, dip your legs into the toilet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just fill up the toilet with Epsom and then just turn on to Whirlpool for your feet. <laughs> it's a Whirlpool. <laughs> it's a literal vortex. Dance that's, that's Whirlpool. actually a little bit scary because I was planning on, Bathing. you know, Yeah. Um, you could yeah, go to my Aunt Jane's house if you need in Venice and take a bath there. There must be like a hot tub or something around. You can just like put it on your Instagram. <gasps> Anyone in LA got you know a hot what? tub? No, there oh. will be on campus because there's pools and hot tubs. Yeah, we should, I'll go yeah, to the, in gym the gym or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll oh all be gosh. fine. It's gorgeous. I'm going to need it. Last week was my first week really like focusing Nailing on all it. the solos and I was going to class every day and rehearsing them afterwards and I was like taking two Epsom salt baths a day <laughs> wow. and still Like in the morning up. and at night? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, feeling yeah. yeah. Feeling the pain. Tell it's us real. about your solos, because I've seen you rehearsing them, and they look impossible. They, some of them are, yeah. There are some things in each that are a little bit impossible, um, but it's part of the fun. I'm doing um, a solo from the piece Enter, um, originally danced by the solo was originally danced by Michael Cole, mm-hmm. and um, that's so the longest the solo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's more of an, an adagio. Um, but it's really hard, as you know, <laughs> kind of Kamatashi's always are. Um, 
And then I'm also dancing uh, the role in Rune, a solo that Merce Cunningham did, but also Fufua mm. Gaffner did in the 90s and Brandon Call West did um, most recently before the company closed. This is the one with the floor burns. That one, right? yeah, gives me floor burns all over my knees and feet because we're doing all these um, all these things that kind of slide down to the floor and different things like that that Just are really don't hard. make a hole in your unitard, please. <laughs> Oh, wow. I'm actually hoping the unitard will help me slide. 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 Yeah, it will yeah. help. Um, then I'm also doing two more of um, Fufua's solos, one from Crowdspacer, that is so which God. is no. like I, a million jumps in a yeah, row. I, I think it's one. like 30 or something like that. That's so intense. And then a really exciting one is uh, Fufua's solo from Scenario. Oh, my which God. Is really an awesome one and oh fun, but also really hard to dance. Yeah, you know, there's so much yeah, turning yeah, yeah. while you're looking up at the ceiling. So, yeah, Shalvar will do that one in New York. Yes, right? he will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, too scary. I'm so great. I feel very grateful when I see the other ones people you have. Yeah, because uh-huh. I'm like, wow, wow, wow. I couldn't do. Wouldn't want to try. Yikes, bikes. Yeah, it's amazing actually. Like how I was saying this to some other dancers that. Um, March for me, I was touring the entire month and I was dancing all sorts of different shows. Um, Who were you touring with in March? With Dance Hagenbotham, uh-huh. with Pam Tanowitz, um, the both of them, and we were, each show was a different show, different rep, and so I felt in shape, and then last week, even going to just two days of <laughs> class and rehearsal for cutting out, it's a whole different type of right. thing and control, yeah. and you know, there's no part of your body that's like... Get those glute meads on, girl. Yeah, no, it's a for real. real. It's a real, like, like steady as she goes. So many clamshells. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Every day. It's a lot. I really, whenever something's coming up where I'm like, I'm going to be on stage. I was like grand plans like two months before. I'm like, I'm yeah, look incredible. I'm going to be so in shape. I'm going to like stretch my feet. Right. And then like two days before, I'm like, could I get in shape in one, <laughs> one day? Is it possible? Impossible. Yeah. <sighs> I bet you always do. You always get... Yeah, you'll be fine. I You're don't, but I shape. figure out how to do it. But you've been taking class. No. You Well, recently, because you were, but then how could you? Because right. you were making 85 costumes. Because now there costumes. was a costume situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it was like, you how also have exactly to do all that. Was it 81? 81, 81, sorry. But yeah. then with all the sampling, it's like 100. So. Right, yeah. right. That'll be okay. Wow. Yeah, it's all just done. I mean, we cut the last one. Oh my god, do you feel so deeply relieved? Not yet. And now they have to like go on bodies and fit people who we've right. never seen in Europe. Right. You know, because we is are is Harriet going to go to London? No, she already did. She fit most of the London uh-huh. dancers, but there's still like seven stragglers who are in like France and Germany right, who've right. never tried on their costume. Uh huh. So. Fingers crossed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you costume I actor? have. I'm Do you very love excited. It? Yes. It's a long sleeved unitard and it's lavender and it's beautiful and I'm so happy yeah. Reed and Harriet. Victor Thank you. Look <laughs> perfect as per usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of On brand. Clients. On brand. <laughs> stay with stay with perfect, honey. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you do after the Cunningham? Um I'm doing your show, Reed, at oh, Guggenheim. I really was like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> and I'm dancing for the first time ever. With Nut- Are you uh, in Nettas? No, in Christopher, in Christopher Williams. Okay. And Have you had a rehearsal? Um, have not. Okay, nor yet. I. <laughs> Are you in so, Christopher's too, Reed? Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. cool. I can't wait yeah. to see it. 
So that's what's happening. And then after that, we have a couple weeks, and then Pam Tanowitz goes to London. Barbican, honey. Barbican. season in Europa. I'm going so, with you. Yes, Reed's our understudy. I'm the understudy. <laughs> You'll learn oh, all the steps. I so went to good. rehearsal the other day to understudy, which I, I yeah. watched. It was pretty fun. I'm understudying Kathy. What? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I also you know. It'd be great. Can we well, I haven't memorized it. I've I've memorized. You don't have it. to. You can read it the whole time. Oh, or maybe I'll just do Daddy. Maybe I'll just do Sylvia Plath's Daddy while it's going on. Yeah, just Daddy. Change it up. You do not do just any poem that comes to my oh mind. My <laughs> like the itsy bitsy spider <laughs> went up the water spout <laughs> and again and again and begin and end uh-huh. now yeah. do you have fun plans for the summer are you going to God, be in the I sun are you going to go in the water um, I'm actually in the middle of planning all that so don't quite know for sure yet what's happening although I do know this year I want to make it to Fire Island for the first time ever. You've never been? Never I've only been. been once on one day. Read. And I think I'm going for Fourth of July weekend. Okay, that's going to be busy. insane. Busy. Yeah, I've heard. So, <laughs> But a group of friends are like, let's go. And Is I'm there like, going to be a nice been. place to stay? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> in the pines. So that, in the pines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, besides that, I don't know. I might make it to Miami at some point. It's are you a person like, who like go to the Rockaways on the train? Oh yes, I love doing that. I take the ferry oh, from downtown tell Manhattan. Us. Oh, from like way down at the tip. Yeah, and it mm-hmm. takes you to the Rockaways. Yeah, there's like two stops or something before the Rockaways. I'm not quite sure. It takes like an hour on oh, the boat. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, but you get to be outside and, and like start your tanning a whole hour earlier than you would. If- and that's right. And they're kind of like two drink minimum, but you know, <laughs> just bypass. Just it. keep going. I feel you don't tan. I feel like that's not a thing you do. I do tan well, in the I know summer. You can. Yeah, I try to stay out of the sun. Actually, yeah, good, good. to which, be honest, which is unite. I have a lot of you know yeah, freckly skin, but as well, I do love a good tan. Not oh. into a real sun moment. Where do you and your boyfriend live? We live in Gramercy right now, but we're probably gonna end up moving to Brooklyn next year because of the dog. And- which Aww. Brooklyn? Which Brooklyn? Probably South Williamsburg. That's is that where Kyle was before? That's where he was before, yeah. That's right. actually where we were before, and then we moved to Gramercy and got a dog, and we were like, this doesn't work anymore. <laughs> Are you, as a person who lives there, allowed to go in that park? No, I wish. You have to have, like, a special key. And There's leave. only, like, 300 keys to the park in circulation. Do you know about this? So, yeah, I do. I listeners walk by do, but our listeners feel, might not. Yeah, there's only like 300 keys, and to you get have into to live. Gramercy yeah. Park. There's a special. There's an episode of Broad City where they touch on it. Remember yeah. that guy is oh, joking it's on the. So sandwich? amazing! It's really it's funny so when we walk our dog around the park. Um, he's Italian Greyhound, so right. he's skinny AF, and he and can chic. literally fit through the fence. And sometimes <laughs> he runs into the park, and we have the extendable leash, and we're just like, "Okay, Princeton, Copy and Gramercy Park." Princeton, he was like, "I like nice things." <laughs> it's like that scene in one of the Bye, first losers. X-Men. Bye. Remember, um, in one of the first X Men, that guy who's like a bad senator guy can like fit through the. Bar- he turns into like a jellyfish because he gets like infected by mutant genes, no. and he can like squeeze. Through the bars of the jail. No, I love that. I don't remember it though. But then he he just he turns into a pile of water. Uh, that's how he dies. Yeah, he, he literally is. just like is like becoming a jellyfish, and then he dissolves into a puddle. And is the, is he done then? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. I know. Huh. Sad. That is too bad. 
Hassan. What did I see? You know what I saw recently that I really loved is I watched that. Well, I didn't really actually love how some of it felt a little clunky, but I really liked the interviews um, about the uh, Elizabeth Holmes, where it was yeah. like, let me take two drops of your blood, and then I'm going to stick it into my VCR yeah, yeah. printer. Yeah. It's so fun. Did you, you know about this? No, Elizabeth Holmes. Uh-huh. She was the woman who had like a billion dollar tech company that was like, we'll just take two drops of your blood and we'll be able to test you for everything just uh-huh. by sticking it in this little like thing eventually you could probably even have it at your house that it looks like work. the size of a printer VCR she, fr- she she they were involved in trying to develop the thing for years and they could mm. never figure it out but she wouldn't tell the investors they kept up the lie for like oh 10 my years gosh. sold then, it to Walgreens even had like some at the, they, the they machines had, they, didn't go they, there but they would have like these things where like well we'll take it to the machine and, and they were buying machines try to, from other companies anyways right. Watch the documentary. Listen okay. to the podcast. It's, she also has this whole the voice she uses. Is, when you see her, you think, "Who on earth would believe her?" That was what I, I thought. I was like, "Well, she doesn't well, blink." Look at the voice is look weird. Who believed her? Henry Kissinger. Old, old white men with tea, ear honey. Hair. Ear <laughs> tea, hair. honey, tea, tea honey. Absolute. It really was. Um, it was these her board of old white men. Larry Rhodes like, passed away. Larry Speaking Rose of old white men, yeah, I'm so sorry. Sad. Well, he he, yeah. uh, he, yeah. he wasn't a young man. No, he, yeah, he lived he a long wasn't. life. He did. That's good. I loved Larry. That took me by surprise, actually. I was. More, you yeah. want to tell us who this is? Larry Rhodes, um, Lawrence Rhodes, otherwise known as that. Um, <laughs> he was a dancer in the '70s with Harkness Ballet. He also danced. Um, with, uh, who else did he dance with? Did he go to Europe? He danced with the Joffrey Ballet. He danced with the Ballet Russe for a while, I think. He did a little bit of that. Like that, the, the re- iter- new the, iteration Ballet yeah, Russe to Monte Carlo? Yeah, yeah, well, no. I don't know. I don't know either. He did a bit of touring in Europe, and I feel like it was with some sort of offshoot Ballet Russe. Okay. Because they, he was able to be, I think he brought back all these like solo and um, leading roles in these like old Majinski ballets. But stuff. he was like a celebrated ballet dancer. Oh, he was for sure. Dance Here magazine the, cover boy. Yeah, for like three different times. Yeah. I was looking at that when they, you know, the Juilliard sent out this memorial thing and they put all these posters there and he looked so beautiful and whatever. But um, yeah, he was uh, also, so he was the director of dance at Juilliard, I believe. So from he hired like you. 2000. And two, maybe, to 2017. So for 15 years he was there. And yeah, he was the guy that kind of changed the face of the dance school at Juilliard a little bit. He brought in new dances, mm-hmm. that whole thing that's kind of revolutionized the way Juilliard dance works with um, choreographers and um, bringing work to the school. And no, he did so much for the school, and he was a great great man great teacher um he had he was one of those teachers with little things that um no matter if you graduate in 2004 if you graduate in 2016 you could like yeah you uh, share, a you share those language yeah. Yeah. certain things he'd say and people would be like oh yeah blah blah he was the f- he was fun he was you know not everyone had the like super I don't know. Everyone has mixed opinions. I I him, but worked with him twice and really loved him. I, I thought loved he was him too. so mm-hmm. 
I thought I, something I really appreciated about him was not only, I mean, obviously smart, but also he had a great sense of humor. Yeah, I found. he did. I, I, I thought he, was, he really had a a, a very a, a great sense of humor come in that and was like we'd be sophisticated taking, contemporary. No, totally. We'd be taking like ballet class on Monday, and he'd be like, hmm, "Not bad for Monday." <laughs> that sort of thing, you know. Like that's that's how he was, and he was really great. He also was a huge supporter, early supporter of Pam Tanowitz. Yep. And obviously, you know, I love Pam Tanowitz. So, yep. um, but he brought her a, a few times for um, new dances, and he actually suggested that I ask Pam to uh, like choreograph my senior solo. And um, he was yeah. So I don't Good know. Job. He influenced me a lot i saw a pam piece the other day i saw like 10 pam pieces last week all of which are new i was like how is this happening oh the one through graham i want no i'm gonna go this week to see the graham but i saw her new taylor piece that they're rehearsing and i also saw her city ballet piece that they're rehearsing and the taylor piece i really was like as i watched it i was like i think i just got smarter it was weird by the time it was over i was like crying and also like i'm more intelligent now from having watched that dance wow i know so good. That's so nice. Oh, Pam. She busy, busy. Oh, Larry. Oh, Larry. Do you know the story of how Jack wanted Brianna Omar to start her senior solo? <laughs> no. 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 Well, we're no. We won't tell that story. You'll have okay. to. You'll have to guess. <laughs> you'll have to. You'll have to watch it online. Have- a of all, it's called acceptance. <laughs> and then just imagine. Just and you can just imagine. However. When they, when all of the people did their solos, he was like, "I think her should go first. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun. It made a lot fun. of sense. He got it. He, I mean, yeah. he got it. And then he invited me back to do the bow. It was an opener. It was yeah. an opener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, last, the last correspondence I had with him was um, last year after a show at the Joyce that I did with Mad Boots Dance, and he. I obviously like ran out of theater. Didn't talk to anybody, but he emailed me. Is that usual like, for you? Uh, sometimes. Did you go out the side door? It depends, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, like, don't want to see anybody. Wow, and like, that's brutal. You know, I mean, especially with that show, that show was brutal, and I was just like, I'm tired, and I just... On your body. Meh. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. But he was there, and he wrote to me, and he was, like, sad to not see you, but understand how you might want to just leave the theater really fast after that sort of show, but... He gave me a few compliments, and um, I invited him then to the Bard show that we did last summer, did but he wasn't able to, but yeah, yeah he never, that was the last day of respect. Victor, you were so beautiful on that show. Thanks. I mean, you all were. Just watching you guys rehearse the other day, I was like, incredible. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can see it at the Barbican in London again. Is this the... <laughs> Uh, is this the first time we're going to dance together? Have we ever danced together? Yes, we have. We first danced Pam in Janowitz. a piece of Pam's. We did oh, cameos at oh, the Joyce yeah. Theater. And we overlapped for about three seconds. Yeah. That uh-huh. was fun. Yeah. I feel so privileged to dance beside these dancers in this piece for River oh. to River. I mean, it I is guess a I think to that you're so talented. So I'm like, it's nice, Jen. I mean, I feel the same way. Really, I'm not with, nice with you and with obviously Sarah and Taylor and everyone else in the band. Melissa that we Zach, usually dance with. Yeah, it's Jason. incredible. I yeah. mean, my God, the people stars. are going to be. And I'm going to say this: if you come to the hundred solo show. 
keep your eyes on Jason Collins and Lavender because it's a real gagger. Wait, are you and Jason doing the same solo? We're doing the same um, rune, rune solo. Okay. Yeah. Which is the one where we kill our feet and yeah, yeah, yeah. and whatever. I saw Jason go through his solos one day and I was like, this is a joke. I was like, that's so bananas. I am totally, I agree with you. I was I like was watching him go through solos all of a sudden have a dance crush on his Merce Cunningham Me solos. Too. And everything else he does. There's but just Jason sort of like, like, it's is amazing. really good. There's like yeah. a c- proficiency and a focus that's yeah. just like so... I was intimidated, but at the same time, again, I was like, minor easy. It's going to be fine. I'm going to be okay. Right, right. <laughs> Jason yeah. Collins is tremendous, I mean, but I've I've always thought so. Mm-hmm. Same for you, Victor. I Thanks. saw you both at Juilliard and was like, they're really good. They'll really just like- get better. <laughs> I mean, no. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's the the joy of watching people just get better instead of just getting worse. Are you are you <laughs> sad your show's over or are you feeling good and happy to move on? Um, I mean that show is so complicated and difficult in a way and so even watching it was really I mean I I also feel that we're talking about the show that I was mm-hmm. I was at bar yeah. for 6 weeks making this show I and know. it the feels, pictures looked beautiful. I, I, it's a beautiful show. Yeah. Um, I mean, my, my, I feel it was, it was beautiful and difficult and it's, it's a way of orchestrating theater from a choreographic standpoint. So I think having text arranged in that way or things like crying and screaming and laughing, mm-hmm. I mean, the way that those things get arranged, it was, I was really impressed by how, uh, how much the students showed up to it and they act I was they were like we had such a good time that's what they were saying at the end of it and I was like you did I was really surprised no I mean it was, that's what it felt it did feel like for the students it was really important that they were having those experiences like and I got feedback from artists like who uh, whose work I really respect a lot who felt it was really important and it also felt it was very much a departure for me mm-hmm. And so now I kind of need to process a lot of that material. So I'm more in that lens. And also that, like, when I think how long Sham took and how long Everything is Imaginable took, mm. I feel like this is, this is like that beginning section of that. Mm. So I'm kind of more like, because the work starts incredibly inscrutable. And I, I wasn't trying to intentionally be conceptual or uh, any of these things that I think we can feel when we see something that doesn't have a lot of context in it, i.e. dance, but in this case it's theater. And so I think I'm left with a kind of curiosity of like how, if I would like it to be more available to a larger audience, what are the things I have to do at the beginning to let more people in? Mm. And that is always a question that I feel I have wrestled with, which is around, Mm -hmm. and we see this in terms of things having a larger success, they have to, from the get-go, kind of locate everything out for the audience Mm -hmm. because it's just the way it is. Where am I? Right, and I mean, Maria Goyanis, who is, she used to be the public initiative at Willie Mammoth, she's tremendous. I remember being at a a talk she gave at Bard and she said, uh, you know, she was talking about Hamilton. She's like, when we were working on it, and it was really this thing of you have to think, how many people do I want to, to see this? And I would say for me, something I've thought about is 
I haven't thought about how many, I've thought about who. And my work has been for people who, or I have made the work with the people in mind of people who have not only gone through trauma, but have processed it in some way, because everyone comes from, everyone has trauma. But without another sort of processing of it, I think the work, people who either want to like bully it or just reject it or you know whoever whatever and so I think I'm I'm just curious about it this was a piece where I really didn't do a lot of the things I typically do in the beginning of my work which is set up a framework to say this is where you are and how things will go mm-hmm. and it was something that I wanted to experiment with seeing what it would be like if I didn't do that on my 17th piece so that felt really exciting. I feel yeah. really proud of the work. I feel really proud of the work the students did. The Jeremy's designs were so incredible. Jack's messengers, who I really want to be my lady designer forever. And we just really fell in love and that felt really great. Does he live in the city? Yeah. Jack. Yeah. And he was really, he was really obsessed with the show. And so it's also having, it, it was a really exciting collaboration process because I felt him and Jeremy and I dialogue so strongly about yeah. the work. And that felt really exciting. Mm. I also wasn't in it. So that, I realized I do not like watching my work with an audience. It mm. feels like there are kids up there and yeah. I just feel so, and these were kids, so I felt super hyper vigilant of all audience response. Yeah. Whereas when I'm in the show, I'm kind of like, well, here we are. Right. <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, you can also modulate the audience response from inside the piece a little right. bit. Right, yes. I learned something, sorry, this is unrelated. <laughs> Good talk, good talk. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I really want to bring in good talk, good talk good out talk. of this podcast. When someone talks for maybe just a little past three minutes, that was good talk, good talk, good talk. Good talk. Uh-huh. Um, I learned something. Do you? Um, do either of you brush your hair? No. I do brush with my brush? hair? Yes. Does your hair brush, brush get, your hair? Does your hair get gunky? Yeah, it does with like um, the wax and yeah. stuff that I put in my hair. Well, I don't even put wax in my hair. My hair brush gets gunky. You okay. brush your hair? Yeah. What do you? Well, well, he yeah. has his I mean, brush his look hair. at my hair. Like, this isn't hair you can brush, no. Queen. This is hair you have to like kind of like grab and like wrinkle into curls. No. You know? But yeah, I brush it's, my so hair. I went online last night <laughs> and I googled. Victor and I are touching each other's hair because nice. I want to see what yeah. like. Victor has it. very fine and soft wavy hair. But doesn't like it a feel? But painting. when you doesn't the brush catch in your hair? Well, that's why you brush it uh, to get the tangles right. out. Then it. They're no, they're no nuts, yeah. and it oh, just falls okay. in place. But anyways, so we all have these gunky hairbrushes, and it's embarrassing. And I, Sometimes I buy these. I soak mine in hot water, and then like pick it off. You can. Here's the thing. That's I have exactly my favorite right. brush Butter. that yeah. I don't ever want. No, to grow you can. <laughs> You can soak Butter. it or rinse it in hot water. Mm-hmm. Put a little dish soaper shampoo, uh-huh. and then take a toothbrush, like one that you designate for your hairbrush, and you Ugh. scrub the bristles. It Jesus. comes right off. Wow. Okay. My my hairbrush is like new today. Did you learn that from Peter Smith yesterday in the car? No, I learned it from YouTube. <laughs> Did you just look up? Yeah, how to clean I was like, how to clean the gunk off your hairbrush? Because uh-huh. I was sick of and buying new hairbrushes. You know what my mom used to do? She would grab a comb and like yeah. go through. That's the, also I remember my mom doing that too. I feel like they comb. do that to get the hair out of the brush. But my hairbrush doesn't ever have much hair in it because I don't have it has a lot gunk. of hairs. Oh, okay. It has gunk in gunk. your from like your scalp. Yeah, oils. Wow. Over build up. You know, I've been washing my face with, if we're going to do beauty tips. Or the, or the coconut oil. Oh. I've been really into you just coconut oil. It's good. Like just full coconut oil, and then I just kind of rinse it off a yeah. little bit, and then I put more moisturizer on. I think on. that's correct for you. Yeah, I do too. Your skin looks good. It looks Thanks. like more flexible. 
Well, coconut oil. I'm telling you. It I remember does. Jenny Harris said Jenny Harris so a while sweet. ago was like coconut oil. I remember in, I, it might have been the self care episode where she was like, you need to put them in your hair. I saw Jenny Harris the other day and she said coconut oil. I put coconut oil <laughs> Vaseline on my lips. It's really I love, good. I have also just put like coconut oil just right on my lips, right on my hands, right I on my hair, right, right on, on my, my teeth nose. for shows. <laughs> right, right on, on my teeth. teeth. Right on my teeth. Um, I put it in my eyes when I don't want to see much. Victor, do you, when you perform, do you put on makeup? I don't. I don't. No. You, you don't do like a touch of eyeliner, a little mascara moment, nothing? <sighs> Sometimes. It depends. It, it, how it big depends the house how, is. It honestly does. Depends how big the house is. But uh-huh. the thing is, like, I'm I get so sweaty. Pretty dark features right. anyway, and my lips are like red anyway. Like people right. often ask me if I'm wearing lipstick I when I'm even, not. I don't so even like, have those things and I also don't wear makeup. I'll put on an under eye concealer and just look like a ghost. But, you really do. I love how you look on the stage. The reason why right? I don't is just because like, I can't be bothered. <laughs> There's no need. Yeah. Too, Can I'm I just like, say, for no all one cares if I'm wearing makeup. Ma- makeup is more of a ritual. It's a ritual. I mean, Queen, do you remember Martha Graham? Yeah. Yes, makeup I was just It's a ritual. Yeah. I mean, because it's in. I was the, just at the, the show yesterday, and I was noticing how much insane. makeup they so all wear. Men, men, well, that's also the men, beginning like, of Lloyd Solo, and everything is imaginable. Is that audio clip? Yeah. Of makeup is Can a magic. Imagine people I love that video. People are erase the their face in order to draw it back on for stage, and you're like, well, that's crazy. I look. Whatever people have to do to get out on that stage, I'm fully for. And if yeah. they need to put on a full a drag beat, go for it. My thing though is like you know combing the hair. You brushing comb the, the hair, mm. so you comb it. Comb too. or brush? Okay, comb Honestly, or brush. Honestly, I have both in my bag, and it just depends oh. whichever is closest. <laughs> both do the magic, and then <laughs> I whichever brush. sparks joy. <laughs> you hold them each in one hand, and then whichever one makes you like giggle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna brush my hair tonight. You guys are so crazy. I'm gonna brush it, <laughs> and then I brush my teeth, and I always put like a chapstick on my lip yeah. but that's it and maybe a lotion to give me a bit of glimmer on the cheekbone Glim. but like you mm-hmm. know highlight I do like a heavy highlight on, on my under my cheekbones <laughs> on my nose under my eyes no I don't you do yeah. you do goth you do I like do a, a kind of goth I yeah. do do a kind of like gram light like gram yeah. for like a small audience you definitely do an so eyeliner a mascara <laughs> I don't really do an eyeliner what I'll do is I'll do like a little mascara and then run my finger over it just so oh, that yeah. like that Such creates a line a little, a little, a little you already have those eyebrows yeah, I do have really yeah. severe eyebrows. I used to for ballet paint in my eyebrows and really transform my face I can only imagine but why bother? But why bother? Why bother? <laughs> I mean, but we do see... Do you think... It, but I, I guess it helps at, like, state theater, right? When we're looking at yeah. the dancers. I'm sure. To see their also, features. Like, do you look at their faces to see their features? Yeah, do I you know, know what I mean? I do, too. I would I love to see a show where Sarah had no makeup on just to know what that felt like. Huh, interesting. Well, throw it out there. I guess you just did. I've asked at City Valley. Every time we design a piece, we're like, less makeup, please. Oh. They won't. They can't. No. It's a ritual. It's, it's not magic. A thing. So yeah. it has to happen. Yeah. One time we were like, Amar, you're not allowed to wear foundation for this piece because your partner has a white dress, and every night her dress would turn brown. No. And I was like, Well, there you have it. There, there, there you have it. Thinking about Good the talk. summer was nice <laughs> earlier. Thinking about like where we might go. Maybe I'll take you to Fire Island again just for a day. Okay. Oh. You had a good time, didn't you? Yeah. 
But I mean, I feel like you could go to any beach. The thing about that day at Fire Island is there was nobody there except that fox, which was nice. That was really nice. See, and I also that we went and Heather Lang's car. Fire Island trip. I like that too. I mean, I also want to do the crazy, but like... A quiet Fire Island is really sweet, I have to say. Yeah. And I do if love for like a quiet need, Cherry Grove You can have a quiet moment. trip out oh. to my mom's house in Sag Harbor. Oh, we should do that again this summer. Yeah, That's you always fun. I usually go to that side of... <laughs> I usually go to the Hamptons for more Memorial Day weekend, but we're going to be in London this year. So, can't do that. We're gonna be in <laughs> London. I was like, There's a musical that my sister saw in London that I can't remember the name of, but I think it's about a young gay boy, and everyone loves it. Do you have an Hansen? <laughs> <laughs> is he gay? Is the character I don't think gay? He is, but he, is there a thing about like he's doesn't he go like bang 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 on the window? <laughs> isn't that <laughs> that, is like isn't that that musical? That's actually I think right. Bang 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 on the window. <laughs> oh oh oh, I feel alone. <laughs> bang 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 on the window. Oh oh oh, I feel alone. That's really good. Thank you, you know. Tony. Oh my God. Thank you. God, when I win my Tony, I hope Bernadette Peters gives it to me. Because oh. I'm just, I would really, that would be like. I will never forget at that coffee shop. Yeah. Blue Bottle. Is I saw right? her last year in Hello Jolly. Did you like it? I, I mean, she's incredible. Yeah, I wish you could right. have seen her in Gypsy, but I don't think you were born. And yep, it was really, it was like 2000, <laughs> I can clock it. I think it was 2004. <laughs> He was born. I was born. I was ten. Uh, I was ten. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Well, I mean, That's pretty old. I was, you know, eighteen. So whatever. Um, <laughs> it's like no. You were. No. We all know you were fifty-two, Jack. Anyhow, so God, her and Gypsy was really. I'm sure I've talked about this podcast before. It's really one of the greatest Change performances I've ever seen in my life. She's amazing. It's well, I mean, seeing her in Into the Woods on like PBS as a child changed my life. I mean, I was like. What? Musicals could be that? Yeah. Thank you, Sondheim. I hope Sondheim's on the podcast someday. We She's have a so lot of crazy. Time. We have a lot of time for that one. Um, what, what were we talking about? Peters? Oh, if... Okay, if someone could give you... Let's. This is a good game. If someone could... If you were going to get a, your Tony from anyone, who would it be? Mine is Bernadette Peters. So we're, oh. we'll play awards games. Okay. Who would yours be? I don't know. Um... It's hard because maybe you guys don't really know. Like, I don't think I'll ever get it. <laughs> no, that's well. I won't either, Victor. Can you imagine? Whereas, whereas you, Jack, back to theater. You're really gonna get a Tony. Uh, could it be like anyone in the? No, world? it has to be from like musicals and theaters. You know, I'd like mine to be theaters plays from um, Mariel Street. Yeah, that'd and be she could great. be like when Anne Roth died. I brought on Reed and Harriet to design all my costumes for everything, and I proud to give them their lifetime achievement award for the but Tonys and she'll be the Oscars that'll be the Oscars that's the, the Oscars okay well okay my Tonys award I'd like to receive from maybe Army Hammer and you could hug me that's Army still Hammer. an Oscar what stuff no cause Green. he's been on play he was in a play I was like really let's just do Oscars like, then oh. unless you can think of a musical or a play I was person gonna, like when I was really young um, I really liked Pippin, and I was like so into Ben Vereen. Like, there we go. Really Thank good. you. Answered the question yeah. correctly. Okay, 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 here I go. Here I go. Here I go. I'd like to receive my Tony Award <laughs> from Laurie Metcalf. There you go. Good job. Glinda Jackson. <laughs> well, no, you <laughs> wanted to. You wanted to be Laurie Metcalf. Okay, now if you could receive your Oscar from anyone, 
Yeah, it, it was definitely like Meryl Streep or Barbara Streisand. Like. Kristen Wiig. <laughs> oh, wow. My, the Oscar, if I could receive an Oscar from someone, this is so, it's so loaded. It's so intense. I really think I could be Meryl Streep's son. You could. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a story in a moment. I, my mind kind of almost goes blank at like who I'd receive the Oscar from. Michelle because Pfeiffer. Ooh. That would be good. I, you know, like, part, what I That's wanted to good. say was Angelica Houston, but I've already worked with Angelica Houston. Yeah, I think Michelle would be, you guys would look amazing together. It's true. The eyes. And yeah, 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 yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. Really yeah. And also, I'd be like, thank you so much. It's so crazy to accept this award where you should have won an award for Batman Returns. But also, in another direction, what about Michael Fassbender? That would be different. That's and what more if he did like... Adrian Brody and kissed you on the mouth for your, your work? Absolutely, absolutely, sure. Yeah. I mean, I would also, I just, I'm like blushing just thinking about it. It's like too intense. <laughs> okay, I just well, can't we it. all know if you were going to get a Grammy, it'd be from Madonna. <gasps> if I was going to get a Grammy, it'd be from Madonna. <laughs> okay, well, actually, if I, but if I could get a Mercury Award, which is the British one, it would be from PJ Harvey. Okay. PJ Harvey's the best. I mean, period, the end, PJ Harvey's it. But would I gag to get a Grammy from Madonna? Yes, I mean, that's insane. Yeah. Reed, if you could get a Grammy from anyone. If Dolly I Parton. could get a Grammy, I would <laughs> like to get a Grammy from... Oh, my God. It would be just, you know, it would be fun if Anthony Roth Costanzo gave me my Grammy. Oh, well, I mean... Yeah, because if we should go over to his apartment and have a man do something I and know. a Grammy. Yes. I think we he, could do that. He like, did he win a, is he going to win a Grammy? Did he win a Grammy for his ARC album? Has the Grammys happened? I don't. I don't know either. He'll probably win a Grammy. Who, who would you win a Grammy from? Um, Celine Dion. Work. Wow. Are you a Taurus? Uh, no, I'm an Aquarius. Oh, but I did buy too. tickets to her, like, uh, Courage Tour today. This you morning. bought them. Jeremy's been looking at them. Well, Jeremy, I got Victor the pre-sale. The oh. the general like public sale goes up on Friday. Wait, how'd you get the pre-sale? She, like, posted a link on her Instagram last night, and I registered. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sure the pre-sales are done. Um, are, are there other awards? Mm. Tony's, Grammys, Oscar, Emmys. 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 Oh, if I could receive my Emmy from anyone, it'd be David Lynch. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'd like to receive it from Abby and Alana. Oh, good work. <gasps> Me too. Right. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Great. Or RuPaul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> work, work. So I watched basically three times because we had guests t- to the house for the show this weekend, and they were like, what movie are we going to watch? But, like, in the morning while getting ready on Saturday, I was like, oh, let's put on Death Becomes Her. But, uh, yeah, uh, watch that, and then... Uh, the, the next friend came over and they were like, what are we watching? Death Becomes We started the movie all over uh, again. And then Michelle yeah. was like, what are we going to watch? And I was like, Death, Death Becomes Her. I mean, when, that, when I've said this story on the podcast 25 times, but when that movie came out on VHS, uh-huh. my mom rented it. Yeah. And I watched it twice in a row. I, Immediately, I was like, this is the best movie. I can't even understand. Death Becomes uh. Her truly is... And having watched, having watched it almost like three times in one day now... It's still good, right? It is incredible. And the kind of... It's wild. I mean, it's, it's sort of so like, good. it's in like this Elena Ferrante terrain of like frenemies and f- long-term friends who are oh, eventually yeah. going to have to have each other and end up, 
you know, just being like siphoned out and just filled with formaldehyde. I feel like Goldie Hawn's career became a little jokey, but she's a good actress. Goldie Hawn is incredible. Yes. Meryl Streep is incredible. And what about their physical acting in the movie? Amazing. That amazing. I mean, I watched this behind the scenes thing of Meryl Streep with a blue mask on Mm -hmm. for the part Uh where her head's turned around where she's like trying to walk backwards. She did it. Yeah. Like, it's her body doing that. It meant, like, think about her collarbone. When it's sticking out. When it's breaking out. It's Bruce Willis's best film role. (laughs) Bruce Willis is also so incredible. And Isabella Rosalini, who doesn't want to be her? Uh, Like, to to just be backstroking in a pool wearing a scarf that's beaded. How old (laughs) is she in that movie, do you think? I have no idea. Do you think she's, like, 35? I don't know, but I think it is... I don't know if it's before or after she did the sex book with Madonna. Ever seen those photos with her and Madonna? No. It's pretty hot. Look it up. Um, It's really, I mean, it's so good. And then just, I I could just talk about it forever, but we don't need to bore you. If you haven't seen Death Becomes Her Ladies Don't Another, what's wrong with you? You must. It's really, and do you think the two people who wrote it are two gay guys? It has to be. I mean, when she thinks, it just Even that, the whole scene uh, in the plastic surgery office with that, like, physician's assistant who's that gorgeous girl who's pretending to be French. Mm -hmm. Uh, So good. So good. And then the guy who's also taken, the the guy, the physician who's taken the potion, because you see him later in front of the band, who has the eye that keeps coming down that he has to push up. Meryl Streep's performance of talking to that girl and getting angry at her when they won't give her the thing she wants, and then almost crying when she starts talking about how good looking the girl is. She's like, I'm not young like you. What about that so much of like, there was voiceover. They had an animatronic head for her at one point, too, with a neck twisted around and so you can hear like the voiceover stuff that Meryl Streep's done and just her use of her voice of it conveying emotion Meryl you better work always she works hard and well she's incredible she's so good and Goldie Hawn incredible Bruce Willis wonderful Isabella Rossellini work yeah, Fabio's in it he's one of the guards Fabio's in it (laughs) he, he might be but he's not one of the guards well, it says that he's in it, but I looked really I mean, scanned through and was like, so I was thinking about, you know who called me? It was so nice. Fabio? No, Ryan Walker Page. Oh. I was going for a run in the woods and then I got this phone call. I was like, Ryan, I miss her. It really makes me want to go to LA. Go to LA. Victor's going. I can't. I'm going to Austin. Jane yeah. is so love mine there. Love Austin. It's love Austin. From yeah. Texas. I've never I'm been. From Texas. Oh, we'll tell people to come. I will. Actually, there. I do know a lot of people there. Yeah. Anyway. It's great. You'll love it. You guys, that was a fun pod. We yeah. had fun. Thank you. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. We're gonna have fun this summer. What? It's gonna be cars and puppies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Sam's puppy. So cute. So I saw some other puppy on Instagram. I'll show you. I almost. I flipped I'm gonna out. Get a puppy. I really think it's what my summer needs to be about. Getting a dog. Your dog's gonna stay that size, huh? Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, 11 pounds now, and that's all he's. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I once had this roommate who had a long-haired uh, two-pound chihuahua, and I loved that dog. Her name was Porky. She was so cute. Aww, and when Porky. I'd be stretching in the morning, she'd come and jump on me, and it felt like that. Yeah. Like, just literally <laughs> just, just that. Just like that much. Right, exactly. And I was like... So light. Well, I loved her. She was so, so cute. Fun. You just hear light, like... Click, 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 click. In the apartment. The little nails. That's all. That's uh, all. Heaven. Heaven. <laughs> Well, um, also, ladies and gentlemen, another don't forget to subscribe to the Dance and Stuff show on YouTube. Get a bag. 
I mean, and also get a bag. Get a the bags bag. are so get fierce. We have them in Nebraska, Paris, and New York in terms of your colors. <laughs> Subscribe and to our YouTube channel, and while you're there, watch ASMR videos of Japanese people cooking food on dollhouse um, culinary equipment. Oh, yeah, you do love that. Yeah. You do love I that. watched someone make fried rice miniature last night. Was it comforting to watch that? It was insane to watch someone. Is there someone... a new Great British Bake Off? Not yet. I okay. don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But there is a new Project Runway. Now yeah, I haven't watched it. I'd like to watch it. Have, have you been watching it? No, I haven't been watching it. Huh. Huh. Oh, well. Well, and that's that. And that's that. <laughs> Subscribe to Dance and Stuff on YouTube. We loves you. Bye. Bye.